Welcome to the In the Little Things podcast. If you feel that you might be missing out in the little things in life, things like joy, peace, purpose, and hope, well, it can be that distraction and busyness has gotten in the way. Hi, we are Jennifer Alhodge and Annabelle Arden, and we have created this podcast with you in mind. So often we miss out on the blessings that were meant for us. So let us encourage you as we journey together to pivot closer to God and see all the blessings he has for us. Take a deep breath, sit back, and God's got you covered, even in the little things. Welcome to this week's In the Little Things podcast. I'm Annabelle. And I'm Jennifer. Today we're going to be covering something that's really conducive to where we are in history, We have been isolated and quarantined all of 2020, and I think now, after the fact, as we're in 2021, I'm feeling like time is just running, running, running. There's not enough time in the day to get it all done. And I I think part of it is that we're just so focused on home, on our homes now, because we're there so much more often. Right. I'm losing sleep sometimes thinking, did I... Did I do this or what is it that I need to do tomorrow? Mm-hmm. What is tomorrow? I, I lose even the mm-hmm. day of the week, what track of if it's Monday or Tuesday and, <laughs> and what what we have to get done that day. Did I, what am I going to make for breakfast, lunch and dinner? And it's just like you said. I mean, there, there's so much going on at home now that there's your workplace and your, your priorities and your focus is on all the things that you have to do in the day. Right, right. And, you know, I feel like um, when you're focused there, you can find more things to do. You know, you're home anyhow, so you feel like you need to fill every moment doing things because you're there anyhow. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I I mean, that's how I am anyhow. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I find the cost in that is I feel disconnected. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm disconnected with my family. I feel disconnected with the community, with my church family. I even feel less connected to God. And I say that because now, like I said, you're always thinking, or I'm always thinking, what do I need to do? What do I need to do? By the time I sit down in the word, and I'm very ashamed to admit, it's like late in the evening. It's the last snippet of of energy I have during from the day. And it's like I'm running on fumes and I come to God and I say, okay, Lord, tell me what you want me to know. Tell me what I'm supposed to do. Give me (laughs) this prayer answer, this prayer answered. And I'm coming to him in a state of fatigue Mm -hmm. um, where God is seeking a relationship with us and a connection with us early in the morning, waiting patiently, Mm -hmm. lovingly for us to say, okay, here, God. I'm going to stop what I'm doing and I'm going to listen to you and abide in you. I find it very hard to do. And today, Jen, you come with a very good, a tangible, excellent story in which we can all learn a lot from. And that is how to, to connect the disconnected. Today's title of our podcast is Connection is Key. Yeah, well, you know, I have... I have to admit that I also do devotions a lot in the evening, 
Um, it's just my preference. It's quiet and I can sit there. And I remember hearing one mom say, yeah, but if you do it in the morning, your kids see that. Mm. Um, and I sure. thought, yeah, but that means my kids are interrupting that time. And, but, but you know what? She's right. The kids do see that. Um, what I did find though in the evening, um, sometimes my husband and I like to sit down and we'll watch a show together. Mm. Um, and even in that 40 minutes or so of a show, I can get really exhausted to where if I am doing my devotions, if I'm sitting down and I'm reading the Bible late at night, right before bed, I just do not have the mental power to, right. to focus. Yeah. But even if I do it just before the show, even if it's not first thing in the morning, if I'm doing it before I sit down for that time um, with him, I am just more alert. I don't know what it is. It's just my brain turns off at a certain time. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. But, you know, at that time, I'm highlighting. I'm, I'm feeding myself. And then in the day, earlier in the day, much earlier, I do try to actually engage with my children and read a Bible story with them. And that's kind of like our devotional time together. Yeah. You know, so, so they are getting that in the morning. Oh, okay. Um, usually, anyhow. Sometimes yeah. the day gets away from us. Um, but in the evening, even that little change makes a difference. But here's the thing, you know, God says, behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I'll come into him and eat with him and he with me. That is relationship and connection. I'm coming right out of Revelation 3.20. It's the last book in the Bible and he's reminding us, I am still, it's connection for me. I want to be connected. Um, so here's the question. If God desires relationship and we are created in his image, why would we think that we are not in desire of relationship with each other, that those can somehow get put on a back burner? Mm -hmm. It can't. It can't. And I'll, I'll give you an idea. Um, I really thought it wouldn't matter for a short period of time. Um, and when we moved back into our house, um, there were... There were quite a few things that needed to be done. We were repainting all the walls. The flooring had to be ripped out and completely redone. Wow. And all the baseboards done. Mm. So I was the one doing it, right? Oh, boy. <laughs> I thought that my That's husband, I really thought Ollie was going to be able to help me out. And as soon as we moved back in, his workload went to about 80 hours a week. Wow. It was insanity in our yeah. home for a while. So... I thought, I just need to push through this as fast as I can. And like I've said before, we have five kids, we homeschool, busy, busy, busy. So I really wouldn't start painting sometimes until the evening. Wow. Like right after Ollie was done with work, or at least after the school day was done, if he was still working, um, which happened many, many times, I would begin painting. I had simple things prepared for the kids so that they could eat um, either grab-and-go kind of food or something easy to throw in the oven. Um, that was kind of like a pre-packaged meal sort of thing. Um, so but they were getting fed. Make, that does make for a very long day, though, for you. Oh, it does. I was up till 2 or 4 in the morning, wow. and then I would get up between 8 and 9 the next day to start it all over again. You know, That's I could not crazy. get up earlier than that. I couldn't. Yeah. I was just exhausted. Yeah. Um, it was horrible. <laughs> and I just wanted it to be behind me. And so I thought, if I can just be laser focused on getting this done, it can be behind me. But I found out that that was really destructive to relationships in my family. Mm. Um, not having those family dinners meant that relationships were changing. Yeah. You know, we didn't have the connection at the end of the day talking about what each other experienced that day or asking questions and things like that. 
And I think one of the, and it wasn't just family dinners, but just other you know, time you might right. spend with your children playing games or sitting on the floor with them or reading, the, that was all gone, wow. right? It was really a horrible time for me. Um, but it, it turns out it was probably a pretty horrible time for them too, Yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So where it really came out was with my daughter, Grace. Um, she's 15, and she started just, I could tell that she was, her attitude toward me had changed. Mm. I didn't like the way she was talking to me, and I couldn't understand it. It felt like she didn't want to be around me at all. Mm. And my friend Kelly came over to help me. Kelly helped me actually quite a bit um, because she has a home repair business. So when I needed instruction oh. or I didn't have the tools, she was the one there by my side. And she has raised nine kids. Wow. Nine, nine. Annabelle. I mean, like, what? Uh, that's almost double of what and you And she homeschooled them. All, oh, my right? goodness. Right? I mean, it's crazy. So she's just brilliant and has all this experience, and she's a patient and wise woman. And she said, Jennifer... I think what Grace needs is more time with you. And mm-hmm. I said, are you kidding? Like, she does not want to be with me at all. Like, she seems to hate me right now. <laughs> you know, Aww. and I, I hate to admit that because it really was such a difficult time in, in my life. And she said, Jen, I still, I have this feeling that what she's lacking is time. So I thought, you know, Kelly, she's smart. She's She's had the experience. I'm just going to see if this is what it was. So I asked Grace, hey, Grace, um, do you want to go to downtown Disney? Uh, well, I call it downtown Disney. We're going yeah, to Disney Dis- Springs Yeah, now. Disney Springs. But it, it's, uh, a, for anyone who's not from Florida, it's an area, <laughs> open air, like a open shopping air shopping. Shopping restaurants yeah. and mm-hmm. things like that. And they recently, in the last few years, had reopened it as Disney Springs. Um, it's just beautiful, beautiful. shopping. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'd love to go and window shop there. And we might get a snack or a treat or something like that while down there. And I asked her if she wanted to go, and to my great surprise, she said yes. Wow. So we went. We had a good time. Yeah. And honestly, after that, for a few days, she was more positive towards me. After that, it started to turn into more of the same, and I thought, you know, maybe I should try again. Hey, Grace, do you want to go, you know, Chick-fil-A or something like that? I asked her out out somewhere. Yeah, or something. Mm -hmm. And um, she wanted to. And I said, okay, that's that's great. That's, That's what we'll do. And so we went out, and then I realized I can't be putting out fires. I have to maintain this. Yeah. Um, and I can't do that by always going out to eat or always going shopping. Those are very yeah. expensive, expensive activities. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I need to come up with just regular things that I can do to connect with my family. Yeah. So we did get back to family dinners. Um, mm. we, we said, okay, this is going to have to be a priority. And I tried to come up with things that you know, my kids would like that I could do with them easily. I started playing a lot of games with them at night before bed. Grace turns out loves Brahma Cup. <laughs> it's this <laughs> like little tile game. She loves it. And so um, we would play two, three games a day. Wow. You know, she and I, and just sit there, talk a little bit. And it was just she and I, just our conversation. Mm-hmm. And it was a really nice time to have together. The other kids, we would play different things, right? Yeah. You have little kids and I have big kids. And so always something different. But it was a free way to just enjoy some time together. Right. Well, I can totally see where that would make a huge difference because even though I don't have five, I have one. Mm-hmm. With my one, when we when we do things together, which, by the way, his favorite game is Rumi Q also, <laughs> and he will open up to me, and we have such a great time. It could be 
playing that game. Another one is Jenga. Have you oh, yeah. Jenga. Love his, it. He loves destruction. They especially love when I lose. When I'm <laughs> yeah. the one who makes it tumble. <laughs> if I'm the loser, he's happy. And so it, I have discovered that with, with him, quality time is love to mm-hmm. him. If, right. I, if I take time out of my schedule to do what he wants to do, now, not mind you, if I say let's go shopping, he doesn't want to do that. Right. Of but course. if he if he knows that we're going to do something that he likes, that speaks a world to him. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Mommy really cares that I'm happy. Uh-huh. Mommy really knows what makes me happy." Right. It's a connect in which it's a personal, intentional, strategic action to make them happy in their zone. Right. You know, and that speaks volumes. I know that God has designed us, as you said, to have a relationship with us and to mm-hmm. walk with us and to his love to be known in us and does things that we enjoy. Right. You know? And, you know, we want our kids to want to be connected. It's healthy to teach them to develop close relationships. I mean, God tells us in Proverbs 22, 6, and this is often used in a different way. He'll say, he, he says, train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he's old, he will not depart from it. And, you know, we often think about that in religious terms, you know, training them up in the Lord, which is, of course, very important to us and to them, but also just in habits and in their relationships. I feel like that is, I want my kids to have healthy marriages. I want them to have healthy uh, relationships with their own children. So anything I can instill in them now to let them know, um, you know, how to make those connections benefits them in the future. And we have, there's so many different ideas. Yeah. You know, like, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be, you know, one thing that I did that, that we did this year, because, you know, we're Central Florida, yeah. so what do we have here? Like, the idea of a park is what? Theme park. Theme park. Like, mm-hmm. our ideas, our idea of parks is quite skewed. Yes. <laughs> I yes. grew up in Michigan, so yeah, a park was totally different. But when we talk about going to the parks or going to a park, we're thinking theme park. So, yeah. um, as part of our big Christmas gift this year, it was, actually, it was the big, big Christmas gift, was we got some local theme park tickets, right? And the whole reason I did that was so that I could have somewhere fun that I could take my kids one-on-one on a date, right? right? That we could just have it. It's paid for already. Mm-hmm. And throughout the year, for the whole year, we can go and just enjoy date nights in, yes. in a really fun place to just kind of forget ever, about everything. Right. Um, now, like I said, I grew up in Michigan. We didn't have that. Most people are not going to have that unless you're from Central Florida or there are a few other places. Um, but there are all kinds of ideas. Like we have friends who, I know that you guys do something like this. Like I have a friend who does movie nights with her kids. And so they have five. If they do a movie night with all five kids, there's not that one-on-one time. Right. So every Monday they set aside, this is movie night and we rotate out who gets movies with mom and dad and popcorn, essentially, oh, right? Wow, yeah. So every Monday it's a different child, and the, the kiddo picks the movie, and they sit down, and they get mom and dad to themselves. Oh. So it's a really just easy in-home thing to do, and I know you guys do something similar with, yes. uh, with Marky. With Marky, we do Friday night is movie night. And since he's an only sibling, what we tell him is, well, I'll call your friend's moms and see which which one responds and we'll have one of your friends come over and spend the the time oh, with us watching special. a movie mm-hmm. and their friend actually gets to pick the movie oh. not mark so that also teaches mark mm-hmm. to to be gracious 
mm-hmm. and to not always be the one to, to pick the movie or decide what we're going to do. We always invite one one of his friends, and they get to choose. It could very well be a movie. It could very well be going in the pool. It could oh, be okay. a walk around the, the, the neighborhood with the dogs. It depends on the little child. because I love that. Yeah, because I remember we invited Theo mm-hmm. um, over to watch a movie. And Theo didn't want to watch it. Mm-hmm. Kathy dropped him off and, and everything was good. And and all of a sudden she left. And I go, okay, let's make a popcorn in our pizza and, and let's pick the movie. He goes, I don't want to watch a movie. Mm-hmm. I was like, we were both. Mikey <laughs> and I were like, like oh. I don't <laughs> so I asked That's him. That's probably I, a good thing. Yeah, yeah, it was a change. And, um. And I asked Theo, I said, well, Theo, what do you want to do? I'm hoping, oh, not go to a theme park because right. that would not be good. But he said, I want to walk the dogs around the, the Aww, neighborhood. Isn't that sweet? And I was like, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, you care about the dogs and yeah. they're not even your dogs. That's so and Marky's cute. like, Marky was like, well, I do that every day. That's no big deal. Right, but... <laughs> but we, you know, he see, learned. he learned how to meet his friend, where his exactly. friend needed connection, right? Yeah. And I really think that it's all about, it is really about creating that time, whatever it might be, whether it's walking the dogs or having a movie, you have to create blank time in your schedule. You just have to leave some spots open and, and it say has no to, to be intentional it has right. to be it has to be something or it's not gonna happen it's not gonna happen because right. many a times i don't know about you but for me i have a hundred bajillion other things i'd rather be oh doing. my goodness i have so many things to you do. know and so for me it takes like everything in my being just to let it, it go mm-hmm. I could see the kitchen is like on fire, but if Marky, Marky <laughs> yes. just says, put it out and let's go do this, my intention is let's clean it up, let's make it pristine, I don't want anybody to see this. Like, how I'm can I go enjoy that knowing what my kitchen looks like right yes, now? Yes, right. but there's been times where, where I've had to make a conscious choice to let my pride and my guard down and to say, okay, this is important to me Mm -hmm. but it's not in the light of who I'm with and what is going on in other people's lives right now this is more important to them this is what I'm supposed to sacrifice be able to do as a as a gift to someone else right and there's there are a ton of different things like I have a kid who loves animals so a zoo membership could be totally his a science center Mm-hmm. Uh, membership might be something they want. Ice cream. I have a kid who loves sweets. Ice cream. Ice cream day. Oh, I don't even like ice cream. Can you believe I don't like ice? I That's... I will have it. It's okay. Yeah. But I'm more of like a baked goods kind of person. Oh. I feel like if I'm going to spend the calories, I'm going to make it worth it on something I just love. But I'll go on ice cream dates because my kids love that. Yeah. You know, so just little things, doing devotions together, and like we talked about the board games and the shopping and. You know, it can be window shopping. Just yep. spending that time is very, very important. Yes. And and God wants that same quality time with us as our kids want time with us. And um, fifteen John 15, 5 says, I am the vine and you are the branches. Whoever abides in me. Right abides not just you know swing by and say hello right just dwells dwells in me i in him he or she that bears much fruit from apart from me there's nothing Mm -hmm. so if you if you put that into our daily life application 
We have to make a conscious decision to be in his word, to be meditating on who he is, and to walk and talk with him continuously so that we would have a closer relationship with him. So in this week's challenge, given Jennifer's reminder with her uh, daughter, you have to keep a relationship, you have to invest in it. Mm-hmm. And you have to continuously build upon it. Yeah. It's like a Whether build... it's people or with the Lord. Uh-huh. Uh, yes, absolutely. So this week I want to challenge, challenge you. In order to have a closer relationship with God, there's two vital components, mm-hmm. I think. Ch- add to it if, if, you, if you'd like. Um, but first you have to be in the word of God Mm -hmm. when you're in the word of God, it's a living book. It's not like any other book where you read and the storyline is flat and there's no changes. There's no movement. Everything from beginning to end is going to be the same, no matter how many times you read it. Right. The Bible is a living, breathing word of God, meaning he breathes into it. Every time you read it, there's a new angle to it. There's a new teaching to it. There's a new counsel to it. Everything is new. There could be an insight that you never really saw was there before. I had things happen to me like that. I'm like, oh, that's what (laughs) it means. means. I've read this at least 49 times. Yes. You know, in a really popular, you know, it was a really popular piece of scripture in the New Testament. And it finally dawned on me like, wow, there's this whole new thing that I did not see before. How was I only seeing it from one perspective? Right, right. And and he uses our experiences and he uses our knowledge in the world, both in the world and in his word. Right. To reach down to us and mm-hmm. make those connections. So God is not one who wants to be disconnected. He wants to right. connect and he uses any format he could do. Mm-hmm. Secondly, you have to allow God to be in your life and be closer to you so that what he teaches you and what he guides you through impact your family, the your way friends, you live your life. the way you live your life, your community, your service by connecting with God. Exactly. I remember um, a pastor sharing something once that that is really pertinent to this. He said, you know, God affects the way even you think. You know, people are afraid yeah. if I give my life to the Lord, there's something I love so much that I would have to give up and I don't want to do that. Right. And he said, but when you are in the Lord, your desire for that thing often changes. I yes. mean, God sometimes asks you to overcome it with those desires still there and get beyond them and trust in him completely to walk you past those temptations. But sometimes the desire is just, it's simply not there anymore. He changes your, your, the way you view things and what you want. Right. Right. But he's still, uh, one time I asked, um, a pastor why, and this is a a common question today. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are asking this today. Why do good people have to go through bad things? Mm. And when you look at, the component of connecting with God. The biggest thing that I've noticed is God allows our past, present, and future mistakes to be a seed to to grow in someone else's life because then you're empathetic. Then you understand where they are and you can help them walk them through that valley Mm -hmm. because you've been there yourself. Right. And when you look at... Or it can build your faith in God more because he has walked you through something so deep and so dark 
that to come out of it and find hope and joy again is something so huge that only God could have accomplished that. Absolutely. It's a God thing. It Mm -hmm. really is. So when you feel disconnected, first go to the Word and ask God, please reveal to me where you are. I guarantee you, if you ask him, he will answer you. And he will show up in the most intimate way possible that only you and he can understand. Mm -hmm. Second of all is allowing God into your life and and equipping you for uh, his will. If it's to strengthen your uh, and build on your relationships with your children, with your coworkers, with your community, however that may look. But God will use the connection Mm -hmm. to reach out to the lost, reach out to those that he wants to bring to the kingdom. So in this week's devotional, I certainly want to encourage you, if you feel isolated, if you feel lonely, if you feel sad, connect with God and be with him so that he could show you, you know, that he is with you and that he can show you where to go from there and that he will be always be with you nothing absolutely nothing can keep you from the love of god he knows every thought but more importantly he knows every intention there's times when you may be thinking all the wrong things but he knows your heart he knows you're hurting he knows that you're wanting more of him so don't feel fearful to come and connect to him and if and just to help People understand sometimes it, it, it really helped me at one point in my life for somebody to say it's okay if you aren't desiring to read your Bible and desiring it's okay God already knows that so you might as well just pray and ask him to give you that desire absolutely so yeah. that has mm-hmm. I've had to do that sometimes in my life like God I'm just overwhelmed and don't honestly feel like like doing this yeah and, and you already know I'm not telling him anything he does not know but um, and it, it is a little painful to admit that yeah. But he is there for us what wherever we are, wherever our starting point is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He always forgives you and will always get closer to you um, because he's created you. So just walk with him and he will love you no matter where you are. Thanks again for joining us on this podcast. Again, if you have any questions or suggestions, go on to the Anchor page and you can put some comments there. Or if you want it to be a little bit more private, you can always go on to AnnabelleArdent.com and there's a connect page there that only Jennifer and I will see and read. And if you do not want it to be shared, please write that in the comments as well. Because sometimes I don't know, we don't know if it's something you want to broadcast or if it's something that you just want us to pray over. So be specific. Say, I mean, we would not be sharing your, you know, your name or it, but just situations and saying this person worked through this and you know it's a praise to God because you've been able to work through it but still yeah just let us know how we could pray for you if you have any prayer requests and again thank you so much for joining us this week and we will see you again next week bye-bye for now bye oh it's been so awesome spending time with you thank you for listening to today's in the little things podcast As we navigate this journey together, I highly encourage you to hit the subscribe button so you will not miss the upcoming episodes. Feel free to share this with anyone you feel would be inspired, encouraged, or strengthened. And if you'd like to know more about Annabelle Ardent Ministry, 
you can go ahead and push the button on this podcast, AnnabelleArdent.com. There you can find more information on the ministry itself and all the upcoming events, any new uh, merchandise that you can um, you can get for birthdays and stuff, you know. And also, if you wanted to leave any comments or anything private, you can do it there as well on my Connect page. Uh, for now, I just want to thank you again for being with me. Um, hit the like button if you uh, like this podcast. And uh, may God love just bless you and, and embrace you this week as you encounter him on a personal and closer level. I hope that you will see God's love in the little things. And uh, for now, I will see you next week. And until then, know that your presence has been purposed. Thanks again. Have a great day. Bye-bye.